If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your co-host, Amy Walker. With Dr. Monica Ogando. And we are so excited that you're back with us for another episode. So uh, as I was thinking about this episode and who our guest is, I started thinking about confusion to clarity mm-hmm. and all the areas in our life where we let confusion kind of take the reins and lead because we stink as a society at giving ourselves time to get clarity. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. How often do you wake up in the morning and you have so many things going on that you just kind of jump into your day and then at the end of the day, you've worked hard, you're tired, but you didn't necessarily accomplish anything amazing. I hate those kind of days. Whereas I found that when I will just take, you know, 15 minutes at the beginning of my day to focus on the clarity for what's important today. What are my priorities? Where am I going? What's my vision? Like my whole day is so much better. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a, it's a twofold issue it's a twofold challenge the first is that we as a society celebrate activity busyness it's like a badge of honor yes it's like ooh, hamster wheel how fast can i go and then the other part of it is that we berate or minimize the importance of contemplation as a practice you know because contemplation to the to the naked eye looks like doing nothing And so Mm -hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, if we're going to do nothing, I mean, I don't know what's more wasteful than that, (laughs) but it's not nothing. Just like when you plant a seed and there's nothing coming out on the earth because it's so busy underneath the soil, but that's where the, it's the busiest, right? Like when we're pregnant with a baby, that baby doesn't start showing until about five months in or something. Maybe for you, not for me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like eight weeks, boom, here it is. (laughs) My first pregnancy, nobody knew I was pregnant. I was in college at the time. Maybe this is what also happened. I was very young and and pliable. (laughs) Nobody knew I was pregnant my entire time that I was pregnant with my first baby. Okay. So side note, but legit, I was with my uh, second one. I was five months pregnant and I was at the mall and somebody was like, oh, you poor thing. You just look like you're so ready to be done. I was like, well, you know, I got like four months left. They're like, are you having twins? No. (laughs) Just fat. Can we move on with this conversation? <laughs> I just, I'm not tall. So like, there's nowhere for that baby to go except straight yes, out. Saying. You're also tiny. So, so the point that I'm making though, is that there's, there's so much happening underneath the surface and we, we get to create space for that. We get to create space for standing still and getting in, getting those thoughts clear to your point, because clarity doesn't come from busyness. It comes from contemplation. 
Mm-hmm. And nothing that you do while being frantic is successful. I have a rule that I don't work frantic. So if I ever start feeling frantic, that's my sign that I need to actually pause. I need to take a clarity break. I need to like re, you know, get all the excess thoughts out of my mind, refocus Mm -hmm. on what I'm doing. Maybe I need a power nap. Maybe I need to like go sit by a tree, but I've got to take a pause anytime I start to get frantic because it's Mm -hmm. so unproductive. You just, it's totally the hamster wheel. You feel like you're working hard and not getting anywhere. And that's different. You know, being clear in execution is very different than the frantic energy. Because mm-hmm. I just said that clarity comes from contemplation, not from busyness, not from activity. But it's not about the, it's not the, the activity that's the problem. It's the, the frantic energy that you're talking about. So I, I yeah. want to make that distinction. Awesome. Well, We have a great guest on today. I'm really excited to have her here with us. So um, Dolores Hirschman is, of course, leading this conversation because her business is Masters in Clarity. Mm -hmm. And we're so excited to have you on today. She is a TEDx organizer. She helps people get booked on stages. She helps them clarify their message and figure out um, how they can be most successful in their thought leadership and creating a platform that will then generate business. So we're so excited to have you on with us today. Thank you for having me. Dolores, I would love to hear the beginning of your journey. Where did you get the idea to start your company? What was the journey from the start to where you are now? Yes, thank you. And, um, and by the way, I was listening to the pregnant conversations and, <laughs> and I, I had four. And so I think my third one, I was doing a workout in a gym and a woman said, um, can you work out over there because I was so big. I think she was afraid I would fall on her. Oh, no. <laughs> I was not having twins. My, my two younger babies were like 10, over 10 pounds each. Oh, goodness. Um, Lord. So, so, I, so there's a couple of elements here, uh, Monica, to answer your question. And I've always been on this search of what is it that I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And um, it actually, if you looked at my resume over the years, it looked a little frantic in that search. I was the queen of confusion, um, basically. And in, the, in my confusion, I tried things. I let curiosity um, kind of be part of my confusion, which is a good kind of element to, if you're very confused and bring some curiosity and it's going to help you somehow, might not stop the frantic search, but it will actually get you a little bit deeper into the exploration. Um, and so I have been an entrepreneur. I had started multiple businesses actually, because I decided that I was going to be a full-time mom and a full-time uh, professional. My husband says there's no such thing as two full-times. There is if you design what full-time looks like. And it's just in the eye of the beholder what a full-time means, right? Um, and so I was full-time entrepreneur. I, I, I opened a clothing company. I ran a school. I actually started a software company. But in... At 38 years old, I remember waking up, I said, I do not want to start a business again. It was like very specific. I said, I want to belong. I want to be part of something bigger. I want to be part of, like I was dreaming of a full-time job. It's weird. And so I tried that. And that actually got, brought me to my knees because I, I, I went and collaborated with a team and I was going to an office and I went into what I had been you know, you never know what you are blessed with until you experience a different um, part of it. And so I had been blessed with no boss and no bad leadership. And so I went into this, 
project and I experience what a boss looks like that doesn't trust you or doesn't kind of see your potential or wants to micromanage everything that you do. And so I was basically in a moment where I became, and I, I allowed it because I think we're not, things don't happen to us. We somehow, in our feeling lost or confusion, we just allow things to happen to us. And I became completely disempowered to the mm -hmm. point that I was feeling like, I don't even know what I know. I don't even know what I can do. I don't even know what, it, what, it, what is my potential because I just, I'm in an environment that is not allowing me to see that. To the point that I was asked a question in a meeting because I was so kind of lost and unhappy. And the question from this person that I was uh, working with was very simple. And it was, what do you want? And I started bawling. Mm. And you might as well have told me you have cancer or, <laughs> or your mom died or whatever. It's like, what do you want? And it became an emotional like experience of, I don't know, it was all my fear, all my, my sadness, all my confusion came down and I started crying in this meeting. And I went home and I told my husband the story and he said, he proceeded, he was being funny, he proceeded to show me a clip of the movie, um, There's No Crying in um, uh, League of Their Own. And oh, I love the, that. The, no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> and so he proceeded to show me that scene for like, like 10 times, not that it helped much. But, um, but, I, but, but it made me realize how lost I was. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of that place that I had to arrive to that realization and self-awareness to start finding my path again. And so I, I don't know, then the, like it was, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but it, I was so lost that somehow I started seeing signs that I may not or may not have been aware of before. Mm -hmm. And so just to be an example, the next night we went out for dinner on my birth, my son's birthday and someone at the dinner table said, I'm studying coaching. And I was like, coaching? What's coaching? Like, I didn't even know coaching existed as an industry. And we're talking 2012. Mm -hmm. okay? And so I went home and started typing coaching. And then I talked to my sister and said, have you ever heard of coaching? Oh, my husband just hired a coach for blah, blah, blah. And so I thought like, and that began my process of yeah. finding a path. I enrolled in coaching. I became a, a CTI, is the, the, the practice that I, that I enrolled in. I became an ICF coach. And I decided I was going to be a life or executive coach. Mm -hmm. um, the process of becoming a coach changed my life because it re made me realize something I had always been kind of that way you know, what you do for free all day long kind of thing. I was kind of a free coach without knowing that the coaching was an industry, nor that I had a skill set, and I did not obviously have a framework. And so for, fast forward to today, what this journey has brought me is that in the process of building my coaching business under the brand Dolores Hirschman at first, I started realizing and revealing a lot of layers of my skill set and if you want my brilliance because I believe that all of us have unique brilliance and when you figure what that is um, you can actually solve some big problems in the world and get paid for it right mm -hmm. um, and so it was in the revealing in walking that walk and, and testing um, that I um, that I realized um, the layers of skill set that I could bring to the table. 
And in one of these, I asked, because I also came to a, a point in that business that I was lost again. And I was like, okay, I love this, but there's something missing. And so again, I asked myself this question. And for anybody listening to this podcast, this is a great strategy for finding your clarity. And I asked myself, what would I do for free all day long? And the mm -hmm. answer to that question was, I would hang out with people with really good ideas. That's mm -hmm. my thing. And so that's when, again, the signs and the, and the synchronicities started to happen again. And I became the lead organizer of a TEDx here in my community. And in doing that, I realized how much I loved helping people clarify their message. Mm -hmm. And that I had a skill set of translating their big complex ideas and thoughts into clear idea statements and clear talks that could be delivered on, on, on stage. So that's when the transition from Dolores Hirschman as a coach became into Masters in Clarity, where mm -hmm. we actually create clarity frameworks so that our clients master their own clarity. And that's so what we do. So many things that I love about this, and I just kind of want to pull out a few. One of the things that you talked about was curiosity early on that you, you know, you look at your journey and it's looked kind of random, um, mm -hmm. but you allowed yourself to be curious. And I will tell you it, it like, you know how, when you hear something that you need to hear, it like pricks you a little bit because mm -hmm. I sometimes beat myself up for not having laser focus and like wanting to try to do other things. Like when I get a desire and a you know, a, and a curiosity around something, my first instinct is to like silence the voice. Like, no, you're not allowed to do that. You're doing this. You have to follow this plan. And so, um, but I will tell you my biggest, boldest moves have all come when I was like zigzagging to something else. It wasn't a linear path. And it's so interesting that I feel like I have to hold myself to that. And then, you know, we always like to show that there's valleys in every journey. And, and I love that you shared your valleys with us, that you had moments where, you know, you didn't even want to be an entrepreneur and wanted to have a job. And then you got into the job and felt like you were lost and didn't know who you were anymore. And I, I think that is such a relatable story because sometimes as an entrepreneur, we think that we've got to be all in all the time, always knowing where we're going, always focused, always have the next step. And the reality is it doesn't always work that way. And yet here you are having been through this journey and your business is going to pass a million dollars like this year or next, you know, I mean, you're doing amazing things in your company. So that's awesome. Um, I love that you shared, you know, the, the story with us. And the other question that we always like to ask too is like, where are you going next? What's the, the vision and the future for your company? Yes, absolutely. So something interesting has happened in my business in the last year. Um, and again, listening to your market, listening to your clients and following your intuition and allowing curiosity to come in has really allowed Masters and Clarity to evolve and adapt. And one of the things that we did last year is we launched a service where we would help um, influencers or thought leaders. Um, we will help them research and find opportunities to present and speak digital or in person and we will do the research and the reaching out on their behalf so that they could get selected interestingly enough that so masters in clarity has evolved into this coaching and strategy firm and an agency firm and in the agency we have what we call done for you services and so this became one offering that we began piloting last summer Mm -hmm. And it was by August or September, I was in conversations with a much bigger company who was really intrigued about what I was doing. And 
you know, make the story short, in December, I signed a contract and I sold one of my business units. So I didn't sell my company. I sold one of my products. And now mm -hmm. I'm actually the director of that product under that company. And I'm overseeing a team and we're growing really, really fast. We actually are growing really fast. But it made me think about two parts. Is A, as a company, as Masters in Clarity, how, I mean, if I have, if I'm a creative, which I am, and I love creating new products and services, can we become an incubator mm -hmm. to create and test solutions that can be acquired by the company? So mm -hmm. that's something that we're playing with. And the other part is teaching that skill set to other service providers. Because mm -hmm. I know, and you know, that we all as entrepreneurs sometimes do some dual tracking, right? We are like, okay, you know, this is our core business, but the market needs this. So I'm going to test this and mm -hmm. maybe just to pay the bills, but you know, yeah. it's something we do. And so, so we, we do this to pay the bills while we explore our, our, where our heart is. And most people, actually everybody I know, when this starts taking off and we are paying the bills with what our heart wants to bring to the world, mm -hmm. we literally stop the other source of revenue. We don't sell it. We stop mm -hmm. it or oh, we yeah. give it away. So I'm asking, okay, if you have a, a kind of revenue source that it's like the in-between revenue source until your thing takes off, how can you position that to be acquired? Mm, I love that. That's what I'm teaching. That's a really good idea. <laughs> but now you know, you one of the things that um, just really stood out to me with that too is I love starting new things. I love the, I, that beginning phase of everything. And when you are that type of person who loves the beginning, sometimes you don't, it's like you jump from one thing to the next, but it's just because you love the beginning. That's your talent is the beginning. Yeah. So I love that you've recognized that and you're like, I'll start as many things as I can. And I'll exactly. So if Beautiful. my brilliance is starting mm -hmm. and I'm a creative and their brilliance is growing and being a marketing machine and positioning products into the market, then I'll become a product, a product factory, but in the service industry. Yeah, I love it. Brilliant. And mm -hmm. it's, it, sounds, it sounds like that's what's next, right? Like what the future hold, the horizon for your company, is that what's next for you is-, is So what's next for me, yeah. So for next for Masters in Canada, it's kind of a little hush-hush, but um, I'll share it with you guys is that our, our, our brilliance is not to give people clarity, but to lead people to clarity. Mm -hmm. And we mm -hmm. create clarity framework. So we have like a framework on how to speak clearly. We have a framework on how to think of your business and navigate the different elements of your business. We have a, so we have clarity framework. So next in my business is to become or, 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 or uh, build a Clarity Coaching Certification Program. And mm. so we are going to launch the Clarity Coaching Certification for Business and the Clarity Coaching Certification for Life. And we will certify people who want to either, who are coaches and want a clear framework and positioning to use our methodology, or maybe people who are natural coaches that may or may not have done the full certification with the ICF, may or may not want that, but want to have the framework and kind of the knowledge to further the action with their clients and, and the confidence to show up as a clarity coach. So we are, we are going to teach our secret sauce. I love that. That's awesome. I'm excited about it. And who doesn't want 
some clarity in their life. <laughs> Even when you are 100% clear, you're like, yeah, but there's a next level. <laughs> yeah, there's always a next level. I love that. I love that. Well, we're going to go on a break for, to hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, we will be back with our listener challenge. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of influence. Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth and challenge your blind spots? That's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women. If you are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration and strategic relationships, go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles. Welcome back. We are having a fantastic conversation today and we have a listener challenge for you. So here is your listener challenge. We want you to practice clarity. I want you to spend 10 minutes a day dedicating to getting clarity, whether it's your choosing your six most important things that you want to do, or whether you're asking yourself deep questions like, what do I really want? Or whether you're just calming your mind so that you don't feel frantic. But 10 minutes a day will, I believe, truly transform the way that you show up in your life and in your business. All right, Monica, I'm going to let you lead us into our quick answer questions. Yes. Question number one, Dolores, what is the best business advice that you have ever gotten? Oh, trust yourself. Trust yourself. It's so simple, but it's so true. It really makes a big difference. Okay. Question number two, what inner dragons have you had to slay along your path to success? <laughs> My self-doubt. <laughs> <laughs> The other, the other side of that coin. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right. So then question number three, who is your business girl crush right now? I would say for a while I had Mel Robbins. Mm -hmm. So let's keep it at that. Okay. Awesome. What do you admire about her? Um, I don't know that I admire what she's doing right now. I admire her capacity to bring simple concepts to very large, complex, high level crowds. Mm. as a speaker. Mm -hmm. awesome. I don't love what she's doing right now, but cool. Okay. So what is the number one door that you want to open for you in your business right now? The number one door I want to open my business is the door of, um, of collaboration with high level influencers. Oh, well, awesome. we have just the thing, don't we? <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Not called awesome. your circle of influence for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> awesome we can we'll we'll talk about that offline now when you achieve all of those business goals that are in the near horizon what's your next hmm. i think the the empowering people to become clarity coaches is really going to be a big 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 next for me that's going to take me a few years mm -hmm. um, because i want to grow to the to i want to run it in english and in spanish I haven't started my circle of influence or thought leadership in Spanish yet, actually. And so I want, I have a deep goal of helping, specifically helping women realize their potential as a woman, as a mother, as, an, and as a professional on their own terms. And so while I love working with women and men, um, I have a heart of, of, for women. And, and Masters in Clarity is actually 
um, run by moms. And I'm very intentional about this. My mm -hmm. company, I hire moms who are giving an option to stay home with the kids while mm -hmm. earning an income doing something that they're good at. And so I want to continue growing Masters in Clarity, and that internal goal is very deep and dear to me. Um, and I want to help other women leaders run their companies in that sustainable way for a circle of support from women to women, women helping women initiatives. I love it. Beautiful. And how can our listeners connect with you? Yes, you can come to mastersinclarity.com. And there's a simple button called that's labeled start here on the top right. And you can hop on a conversation with us. I would expect nothing less from Masters in Clarity than to have a very clear call to action on their website. <laughs> I love it. Well, Dolores, we always like to go through and say, what was our takeaway, our personal takeaways? So Monica, do you want to go first? Sure. My thing, you know, it's funny that sometimes the conversations are rich even when we go to break. And mm -hmm. there's something that you said, Dolores, that really um, made my stomach jump. And that is when you said that you haven't started yet your thought leadership in Spanish. And it's been something that's always been in the back of my mind. I did uh, work some years ago with the Dominican Chamber of Commerce and we did some trainings there and I loved it so much. And it was so frustrating at the same time because there was so much, so much of a learning curve and, you know, visionaries, we see the outcome before anybody does. And then we're just sitting there waiting for everybody else to catch up. <laughs> so that's my takeaway is exploring, you know, I speak Your? five languages and Spanish is my, my first language and it's my first yeah. love. And so it's like, mm, maybe there's something there for you to dig because it keeps coming up. Yep. Good. You know what? I'm just going to throw this in there. Um, I have a client who we were launching her platform last year and she's also bilingual and very, you know, Spanish is her first language, but English is a really close second. And she was deciding which platform, you know, which language she should build her platform in. And I was like, why don't you test both and see? And her Spanish exploded. Like the YouTube algorithms for Spanish right now are very, very friendly. So any Spanish speakers looking for a thought leader, leadership platform, I recommend YouTube. Some good stuff there. Wow. What's her name? I'll follow her. Uh, Myra Powers. Okay, I'll check her yeah. out. Yeah, give, give a shout out to Myra. All right, um, and she teaches health and wellness in Spanish and it's just her, I'm, I'm like, I wish I could get algorithms that friendly for my channel. <laughs> it's just <laughs> blowing up, which is awesome. All right, mine is, um, it's really the allowing your spell, yourself to be curious, allowing yourself to move. And we were talking about this on break that sometimes I just feel like things have to be so rigid and yet it doesn't really like I've been going through this phase lately where when I feel like something has to be like, it has to be this way. I'll ask myself that question. Does it really? Cause yeah. pretty much I am my own boss. So I make up all my own rules. So mm -hmm. if there's a rule that I'm not liking, does it have to be that way? Mm -hmm. um, and so I just, I enjoyed the conversation around just being curious and allowing yourself to say, Hey, if I'm a great starter, why don't I just roll with that instead of, mm -hmm trying to force yourself into a structure. I loved that. So thank you so much for being on with us today, Dolores. I really enjoyed our conversation. I like thank you so much for having me. Like you speak Spanish. You say Dolores like you speak Spanish. 
<laughs> yes, I, yes. So having lived in Russia, I, and having had my name mispronounced so many times, I always try to pronounce someone's name the way they pronounce their name. Oh, I, I don't always think but I try. <laughs> when I, when I, it's interesting. When I first got married and moved here, I was with my mom going somewhere and I, I think I was ringing a bell and I was introducing myself. Hey, Dolores. And I said, Dolores. And my mom looked at me. It's like, who's that? I'm like, <laughs> if I don't say it that way, nobody knows who I am. And she, she said to me, I'll never forget. She said, don't ever change for others to like don't adapt to them. There's just some key things. Mm-hmm. Like you will speak for the rest of your life in English. You probably raise your children in English, but your name is your name. So allow people to make the effort to learn your name. Yeah, it's true. That's a good advice from my mom. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, basically, say don't lose your identity completely. Don't to your mom. Hey, if people can say the Toyski, they can say Ogando and they can say the Lord. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> love it. Well, we so appreciate you being on. And for all of you who are listening in today, we hope you've gotten some great value and some great tips for you to be able to go out and grow your business and get some clarity. Um, I hope that as you were listening today, you felt clarity inside of your mind of understanding yourself and your journey a little bit more and that you are excited to step into what comes next for you. So thank you listeners for being with us today. We would not have much of a podcast without you. Thanks everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.